0: Geekiest show ever,
1: 16.
0: All right, guys, we're uh, we're back with Geekiest Show Ever, playing a little Black Eyed Peas at the very beginning of the
1: show.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a good song. Stick it to the R-I-A-A. That's right. Eat it.
1: Or whatever they call them in Europe. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Europe. <laughs> Oh, David
0: is. No, I'm in Europe. <laughs>
2: yes, exactly, yeah. Come, I, on, come and find me.
0: That's right. I'm in Europe. Come find me. So anyways, you know, I was thinking, David, you sent uh, some really cool suggestions to talk about on the show, and we'll get to a lot of those. But one of yeah. the things that I was actually thinking about, if you had to be stranded on a desert island, and heaven forbid, but if you were stranded on a desert island... You had a TV or a notebook or whatever. Unlimited power. But you're limited on two television series that you could bring with you. And it's the complete run. So if it's something that's still on the air, that's fine. We'll just assume that, you know, when you actually get stuck on that desert island... You've got it all. you'll, You'll have it all. Now, obviously, if you're on a desert island... You probably won't want to bring Lost. <laughs> that, that <laughs> it's would, too much like my life. Yeah, that that would probably be a bad idea. You might pick up some tips. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, or, or, so does that mean or Gilligan's or Island is also
2: Uh
0: You both talking at the same time? Would you say, Guy? I said, or string yourself up, or string yeah. yourself up.
2: I was going to say you, you probably won't want Gilligan's Island either.
0: No, or that one movie from Tom Hanks. What yeah. was that? Uh, Castaway.
2: No, I think it was FedEx FedEx on a Desert Island.
0: Pretty much. That was a heck of a commercial for FedEx, wasn't it? Yeah, it
2: was.
0: (laughs) They should have changed their logo to a uh, soccer ball. But anyways...
1: Wilson!
0: Wilson! (laughs) So, got any ideas?
1: Guy, you got one? Hmm. um, If not, I'll start because I kind of sprung this on I would want at least one comedy, but the problem is I'm, I'm having trouble deciding which comedy series I would want. Uh, I've really been enjoying How I Met Your Mother and uh, also Big Bang Theory, and and that would be a tough choice between
2: them. Half-hour comedy? Um, You'd blow through those pretty quickly, though. Yeah. Depends how many seasons it is. The way I would deal with that is my comedy would be The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. We got, what, 20 years? 20, 20 years. 20 years and still going strong. And the thing is, whenever you sit down and watch The Simpsons, you always kind of... I always find, I catch it every now and again. I think, I really wish I'd watched, watched this more often, but because I'm so far behind now, I'm never ever going to catch up. Yeah, so. well, it, so, it, it, there's
1: really nothing to catch up to as far as The Simpsons go. No, I mean, but the,
2: cult, the cultural references and, and you know, the, the kind of the cleverness of the way they do things is, means that every, every episode you've never seen before is, is, is a joy. And for, for me, I find it kind of, an. I don't know whether it's a, a UK TV thing, but sometimes I sit down, you know, I see it's going to be on, and sit down to watch it, and I realize it is one I've seen before. And I think, how can that be? There's 20 years of the thing, and I d- I've only watched probably about four or five, and yet I sit down to watch it, and there's one I've already seen. Yep. Another thing about The drug?
0: Simpsons is that it, you will pick up new things every time you watch it, um, just little, little things, subtle. You think, yeah. <laughs> or at least you just didn't remember that being funny the first time through. Um yep. I don't know. This, would that be one of yours then, David? It would,
2: yeah, definitely. Simpsons.
0: That's. A, I think yeah. that's a really good choice.
1: Uh, you make up your mind yet, guy? Yeah, it would probably be How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, why? I I just enjoy the show. I enjoy the uh, the characters, uh, especially uh, Neil Patrick Harris as Barney. I think is is just spot on. It's really really good. He does a good job.
0: I think my first choice would be The Sopranos. Um, Number one, it's long. It's an hour episode each. Well, you know, it's HBO, so, you know, there's no commercial. So you're getting usually close to an hour, sometimes a little over an hour. there was, what, six or seven seasons. Um, And it's just, personally, I think it's one of the best things that's ever been on television. It's just, it's fantastic. So I think that would have to be one of mine. The Sopranos. Plus, it's got really good music in it, and so not only am I getting a television show, I'm getting some pretty decent music playing during the episodes as well.
2: Yeah. Hmm. Anybody disagree with that pick? Well, I've I've never actually seen The Sopranos. Really? Yeah, um, that was no. that was a
1: show I didn't watch either.
2: Hmm. No. So I, I mean, I know it's very very highly rated, but I'm not sure whether I would. Um, whether I would want that for a desert island but uh, I don't know I I think probably the if I think of what's been on TV the last few years that I haven't seen I wish I had I I would probably go for The Wire which uh, everyone rates very very highly and again it's one of those things you need to kind of see it from the beginning or certainly see it from the beginning of a season Uh, and I just don't have time to get into it so that that will probably be one I think hard about having. Over The Sopranos? Well, yeah, I've never seen either of them, so uh, you know, I, d- I don't know whether the which, which has got bigger buzz, which is a better, which is a better show. I, well, I've I seen some
0: episodes of The Wire, and I thought it was very good, but it just didn't have the depth that The Sopranos did to me. I mean, The yeah. Sopranos was it really? It's a mo- It's a show about one guy, but it's just so good. I mean, it's really hard to explain to someone who's never watched The Sopranos how. Did you like The Godfather? We'll start there.
2: I've never seen that either. Dead silence. I, know. I, I don't know what to say to, 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 a, to a, never, a grown man. Really i seen The Godfather? I've really never seen The Godfather. I'm I, oh to say. God.
0: I, I don't know what to say to someone who, who's a, a grown man. I thought had great taste <laughs> and has never seen The Godfather.
1: Now, I could understand skipping like The Godfather 3, but... It's, it's, the Godfather is, is, is such a
0: fantastic We're losing you on Skype again,
2: guy.
1: Ah, damn it. It happens. not uh, come yeah. back. Okay, yeah, quit and come back. It's,
2: it's probably the Corleone family looking for revenge. That's right. Um, I, I mean, in my defense, the only thing I would say is that uh, when, when you're growing up in in Britain in the kind of, you know, late 70s, early 80s, basically if you you did not get a chance to see movies that were rated above your age level. Uh, they were very strict about it. And um, because of the kind of the timing when The Godfather came out, I was just too young to see it, and I just never got around to it as I got older.
0: It's still, it, to me, it's bizarre because there's these things called DVDs now.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> But <laughs> you know, I've got I've got young kids, and and you know I'm very time poor. Um, but here, let me make a commitment to you all right here now. By the time we have the, we record the next geeky show ever, I will have watched The Godfather. You got to watch Godfather
0: Disco- one and two because really okay, it's, well- it's one movie. I mean that the Godfather one and two really do go together. Don't worry about Godfather three because it was made like twenty years later, and it's really not that great. I enjoyed it, but yeah.
2: So I'll I'll watch both of those before the next show, and then the next show we can discuss my impressions and your impressions of the Godfather series.
0: What do you think, Guy? Tonight's gonna be a good, good night. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I can't believe you've never seen the Godfather. That's I'm gonna just... go,
2: I'm gonna go onto iTunes and and find it right now and uh, buy it. It's a it's a long movie. Be prepared.
0: Yeah, and it is one that you don't want to split up over three or four nights. I mean, the well, Godfather was, you have to watch it.
1: There was a, a version of it, and I think Coppola did the mix on it where he combined one and two.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't very good because they left out a lot of they left a lot of stuff out that really yeah. adds to the flavor of the movie, and you don't want to go. If i right.
2: if I'm if I'm going to do it, I'll just you know I'm I'm just going to watch the both of them. I'm not going to try and try and take a shortcut.
0: When the Godfather finally came out on DVD. I was, I swear, first in line to pick it up. I could not wait. And The Godfather is one of those movies that I can quote a lot from. I mean, it's just, it's such a powerful film. And it's hard to believe when you watch it now that it was really made in 1972. I mean, yeah, good Lord. You can, because you remember Francis Ford Coppola, before he made The Godfather, was out in San Francisco, started his own production movie company. Uh, One of the guys that was there with him was this guy named George Lucas. And they were doing their own independent type of films and they were losing their butts. And Coppola was really the owner uh, with his partner of this company and he was not making any money. So the movie studios, who they were rebelling against, came to him and said, we want you to make this movie. And he almost turned it down. Um, And then he just decided, you know what, I'm going to make it, but I'm going to make it my way. I'm going to combine the big, studio type of expectations with the way I like to shoot movies and <laughs> it was groundbreaking. I mean and it's funny because he he almost turned it down and that's what he's known for now. Yeah. I mean it, it, when you think of Francis Ford Coppola, The Godfather pops right up. I mean you don't think of Marlon Brando. Well, you do, but you don't. You, you don't think of these this cast of characters robert de niro in the second one and
1: oh and we talk about talk and, about i mean as good a performance as as brando had in the first one i thought that that de niro overshadowed him in the second one
0: i would disagree with you there there's I, think about the cultural impact that he had after that movie
1: everybody was hey, talking like this yeah you know, one day I'm going to come and ask you for a favor.
2: <laughs> even though even though I've never seen the movie, obviously I'm very, very familiar with the material because it has become kind of a cultural uh, shortcut to Absolutely. the Mafia. Yep.
0: And uh, it, it's just such a fantastic movie. I mean, Robert
1: Duvall is brilliant in it. Um, it's just, it, it yeah, he plays the consulary. I uh, can't even say it. Consulary. Yeah, thank you.
2: Okay, well, I'll I will make it right for the next show. You will (laughs) uh, thank us. I'll pay my dues for
0: shaming you publicly for not seeing the Godfather. You will thank us afterward. You'll be like, "Oh man, that was so good." Yeah, I can't believe. And and that
2: movie,
1: that movie, really made Al Pacino as well. Oh, absolutely, no question.
0: Uh, Because what he did before that, the uh, what is it, the uh, oh, the one where he gets seduced.
1: No, you're
0: thinking of. Um, oh, yes, you're right. I'm thinking of. No, that was. Uh, Miss Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I'm thinking of Dustin Hoffman. The graduate. Yeah, that was Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if. Has De Niro and Hoffman ever been in a movie together?
1: Not uh, that I'm aware of. Dustin and. Well, oh, they. You don't mean Robert De Niro, you mean
0: Al Pacino. Al Pacino, right. Al Pacino and Dustin Hoffman—they've gotta have been in something together.
2: Well, that um, what was the one? Was Al Pacino in the one with the uh, virus outbreak that Hoffman was in?
0: Mm, I don't remember.
2: I, I, I don't think it would have been.
0: Um, I think that was Morgan Freeman in that. Yeah, I oh, don't think. I, it j- would have been. I just found one. What?
2: Oh, here we go, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Oh, yeah. Good oh, lord! What was this about? To say is- Horrible movie. movie. It is, it's not a big, big blockbuster movie that everyone remembers. It's some, some oh, minor. Piece of crap. It's
1: remembered for how bad it is. You're, you're speaking low again, David. Okay. No. Damn that, your that,
0: Skype. That, that was, uh, that was such a horrible movie. I mean, such and a so train wreck. Many, it's... Um, but I tell you, the going back to Marlon Brando. What was the movie he did with Matthew Broderick? I'm, I'm blanking on the name right now. Oh. Uh, the freshman. Yes. Yeah. That was uh, so obviously good. he repr he, he reprised, reprised his role, role, and well, and they in, even in goofed that, on well, it. Well, in that movie, they said, "Well, that's where the 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 Godfather that movie that's where they got that character
1: from him." Yeah, and I thought yeah. that was a brilliant move too. But uh, oh. the, the whole thing trying to find what what were they like Komodo dragons or iguanas? Yes. No, it was Komodo like- dragon. Yeah.
0: And they're supposedly going to eat them. And, oh, was a great and, they, movie. and they
1: didn't. That was the best part. I know. They and they, just, they, they never did them eat something them. up. It was always
0: chicken. They gave him yeah. chicken because chicken tastes like anything. <laughs> you know, he, I'm, sure, they, they well, were, I'm sure it was very good. Chicken. It was like $50,000 a table. These yeah. rich pricks would come in and eat something that was endangered.
1: <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a really good movie. And it was It was a very understated movie. You know, it didn't do like all that well in the box office. No, it, actually, it did do
0: real well in the box office.
1: Really, I don't yep. remember it that way. And
0: it did real well in uh, VHS sales because that was at the height of VHS. So that was like one of the top grossing VHS movies that year. Because and, I, and and it wasn't because of Matthew Broderick. I mean, I like Matthew no. Broderick. I think he's a pretty good actor. No, except for Godzilla. Well. Actually, he did pretty good in Godzilla. I mean, that was just yeah. a horrible movie to begin with. It's just with. a
1: bad movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was... No, okay, number one, if let's, let's stay with Godzilla for a minute. If you're okay. going to remake Godzilla, there's a couple trademarks that you have to have. Number one, it has to look like Godzilla, not like a Komodo dragon. Or at least look similar. Similar, at least. It doesn't have to be a guy in a rubber suit, but it has to look like Godzilla. That's yeah. number one. Number two, it has to have that distinct Godzilla roar. You have yeah. to have that. You can't not have the Godzilla.
1: Rawr, I mean, good lord, yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna need to find that and put that in. Yeah, I probably will. I actually
0: I have it on my computer somewhere because I've used it in uh, the my Mac podcast back in the early days. Yeah, but no, it, it's it, I don't know. There there was something about those old. I remember watching those, especially in the winter time. We have them all. And uh, well, well, it's different now. I uh, could care less anymore. But when I was a kid, like 9 or 10 years old. Yeah, it'd be on Saturday mornings or in the it yeah, was Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And where my parents' house was, there was this huge park right next to us, right? Yep. I, and I had saw to, the park. You, yeah, of course. You saw it. And the, the elementary school that I went to was right on the other side of the park, but it was a big park. So we would get a lot of big snowdrifts. Thus, when the to- uh, the uh, plow would come through, we'd have huge piles of snow. So I would literally put on my you remember moon boots? Good lord!
1: Oh, with I, the springs on the bottom? No, they were just
2: big boots, yeah. but they were
0: called moon boots. Oh, they were big
2: okay. big puffy boots.
0: Yes. <laughs> I would put my big puffy moon boots on and go out on those things and play Godzilla. You know, <laughs> and I'd be crushing stuff, and oh, I loved it. You know, and I would hear that Godzilla roar in my in head. Your head. Oh yeah. yeah, and I was Godzilla. And then it really ticked me off eventually when I got around to seeing the one where they. All right, turn that crap off. It sounded horrible. Um, when they finally revealed that Godzilla was actually female, that ticked me
1: off. Oh, you mean when uh, they had the little Godzuki? Character, right? Because Are we still talking about the eight, 1998 movie? No, the old ones. Okay. When they reveal that Godzilla was a female,
0: that ruined Godzilla for all time for me. At that point, I was like, "Nope, the baddest ass dragon monster of all time cannot be a girl.
1: Can't happen." Well, they, they actually they 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 had ca- kind of written themselves into a corner because he was obliterated in the first movie and then in this in the second movie uh he was or he or she or whoever was trapped in like a big iceberg, and they they ended up killing that one off too, and then they had to have like some way to bring it back because it was starting to become very popular, especially in japan but I don't know. the first the first and the second ones were the only ones that were released, I think until uh, Godzilla 1984, which had Raymond Burr reprise his Steve Martin role.
0: It was just a, you know, as far as storyline goes, I never paid attention as a
2: kid. Well, you couldn't really keep up with it anyway because no. they were they were dubbed from the Japanese and they had that very Japanese kind of story mode to them where you know things were. It, they had a lot of the Japanese humor in as well, and it which just didn't translate.
1: No, it doesn't. Then, very, really
2: well. then they were very poorly translated and very poorly dubbed anyway. I remember the first. I'd heard of Godzilla, but the first time I really, really kind of saw it at all was there was. Um, Channel 4 over here in the UK did a season of Godzilla movies. This must have been about 1992, 1993, over Christmas. And literally over three weeks, they showed everyone they could get their hands on of the, oh, of the big Japanese monster movies and I watched all of them and I, I thought they were, you know, they were really enjoyable, well, they were great but what you could not do was, was figure out the plots All you knew that there was Japanese guys running around, there was normally a scientist and a chick and all this sort of thing and you knew the monster was coming and there would be a big fight <laughs> and then at the end it would and look like all the monsters were dead and the next movie they'd be back again
1: <laughs> and there would be Godzilla standing over them all
0: you know for for a kid that didn't care about storyline and storyline was usually very important to me i just didn't care when it came to those movies cuz it was so cool well
1: it yeah. was all about it was all about godzilla going through the the literal miniature cities that they would create it was just and cool destroy yeah i it, mean i mean and and let's let's give credit where credit is due while i i absolutely despised most of the the really weird godzilla movies of the 1960s the the, the attention to detail of fantastic. the models that they would make was just incredible. Even though it still looked like a model, uh, but still, yes, we but didn't still. care. It was still a guy in a suit
2: walking through a model.
0: Yes. I, You know, it, I, I I, wish that they still had movies that were like that nowadays.
1: But they they're really actually, don't. they're still making Godzilla movies. If you want to see a, a pretty decent Godzilla no. movie that has some, some a good plot and, and lots of good special effects. Nope. God, Godzilla 2000. No, I don't want to. <laughs> okay, well, You don't have to. I'm just telling anyone else who might be interested that even though I, I didn't care for the 60s Godzilla movies, Godzilla 2000 was a great big rubber suit monster movie.
0: What do you think about the uh, remake of Red Dawn that they're filming right now?
2: I wasn't even I- aware of it. God, he's, I, not, I am, he's, not, he's not even cold in the ground yet, is he? Well, I mean, this has been planning for, for a while. But you know what? I'm, so, I'm really so tired of this. I, I just wish they would... Why, why not write some new stories and make some new movies? Why do they have to remake things that are kind of coming back into vogue or, or have a cult following? Red Dawn, the original movie, is a great movie, and it doesn't need to be remade. I wouldn't say it was a great movie. I would say yeah. it's entertaining.
0: It was all right. But I wouldn't say it yeah, was Yeah, no, great.
2: but that's why it was a great movie.
0: Um, it, it wasn't... Yeah, i it's, it's, it's
2: not... Yeah, it's, it's, it's pop culture. It's not yeah. great art. I um, love
0: Powers not- Booth in it. The role he plays is the crashed uh, fighter pilot.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the authority he brings that you think these kids are badasses and blah, blah, blah. And then they meet a real warrior. You know, he's like...
2: Yeah.
0: yeah a million red Chinamen came right behind him. And, <laughs> I mean... This, the gruffness of him, the, you know, it's admirable what you kids are doing, but your kids, you really don't see the bigger picture like I do. You haven't seen what I've seen. I mean, I, I yeah, was really Yeah, because real they're impressed. very
1: isolated where they are.
0: Yeah. But, you know, that I did like that movie. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not well, one if, that if I'll go out of my way and watch again.
1: If you want to see a good flick with Patrick Swayze in it, I would, and he didn't have a, he wasn't a star in it, was uh, The Outsiders. I always thought the outsiders was kind of
0: I, I never really enjoyed it that much honestly I love that flick it's oh golden
1: boy and ugh.
0: it was <laughs> well, just, i enjoyed, it was, i
1: enjoyed the book too so
0: well see to me the 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 movie was just like a big homoerotica thing it really was it was just uh enough i mean yeah. Just didn't do it for me. I silenced you guys with that. He said, well What? <laughs>
2: Who, me? I mean, no, I didn't say
0: it. I don't know. I just, I didn't. I mean, Ralph Macchio was good in it, and
1: yeah, I don't know. Just one and of it those actually movies. Actually, had um, uh, didn't have. Uh, we were just talking about him on the last show. Uh, the, the two Corys didn't it have one of the Coreys in it as well. I don't think so. No, they were too young at that point.
0: Unless they were a kid. I tell you, one of the movies that came out around the same time that is still entertaining is Taps. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was, with Tom Cruise. Tom
1: Cruise, Sean Penn. Um, um, What's his name? Um, he And he was actually the star. Uh, uh, Timothy
2: Hunton. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that, was, that was, was a good movie. That was a great movie. film.
1: That was really, really well done.
0: And uh, that's when I wouldn't mind seeing Redone again with some of the younger actors. But getting back to your point, David, why aren't we getting more original stuff out there now? I mean, it's so many things are just kind of rehashes of what's come before. I understand right now 80s nostalgia is huge because, at least for David and I, that's, that's our generation. And let's be honest, David, you and I are the type of people that are going to go see movies because we can afford it.
2: Yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm really not thrilled about seeing uh, a, a remake of a film that was perfectly decent the first time round. I just it to me it seems like it's a waste of talent. You're taking, a, you know, an entire film production that could have been spent on doing something new, and instead you're doing something that. Has been done before, and not only that, is it, if, if it was a shot-for-shot shot remake, fair enough, but there never are. They try no. to update them, they try to... Uh, it's I'm my using vision. My air, I've got my air quotes here, improve them, yeah, and, and they become a pale imitation of what they are before, because the the creative force behind creating the remake is about, let's do something that's a cash-in and is going to bring fans of the original to the, to the movie theatre again. It's not about maintaining whatever creative and artistic input went into the ori- original picture. And and to me, it's uh, unfortunately, some of my favourite films which have done the reboot thing, like, for instance, the, the Batman Begins and Dark Knight, they are responsible for creating in the minds of... Yeah, well, yes. Yeah, I think Star Trek is a, is a, is a fair example as well. You know, it's another... Um, successful reboot of a franchise, of a, of a, of a story idea is created in the minds of simple, simple minded Hollywood executives, uh, a, a short route to make money, uh, a surefire way to make money. But and that's their gonna job, happens, isn't it? Well, <sighs> I mean, cause a lot of the independent, the smaller
0: movies will never get made if there isn't bigger movies to support them.
2: But if, I think at the same time, if, if the entire industry is geared around rebooting old ideas and recreating old things again, then people are going to come up with new ideas and they're not going to get a look in because the studios is going to be too busy doing the things which they think are more certain as money spinners. Now, and what, we always have these cycles with Hollywood where they, they latch on to an idea. Look what happened when Star Wars came out. All of a sudden it was sci-fi movies, sci-fi movies, sci-fi movies. And they were and almost was, all crap. Exactly. Over the space two, three years, the quality, the budgets, and everything went through the floor, and we ended up with a pile of stuff that was going straight to VHS. It's, it's, you know, it's a race to the bottom.
0: Now we because, say you know, that, but yet, just not too long ago, I was waiting for you guys, and I'm assuming that you've seen it now. A movie called Sec- um, District, District Nine. Nine. District Nine. No, I Nine, still
2: haven't yes. seen it. Yeah, I, I saw, I saw it last week. And. And it was fantastic. It was brilliant, it was, wasn't it? It was a, a, an absolutely amazing film. Really, really impressive. The way they took a I character, see that. the way they took a character who is uh, morally and and physically repugnant yep. at the start of the movie, who completely unwrapped exactly, and but a guy you just you you, you can't stand. Yes, him. yes. You, you know the the way he's portrayed you. You dislike watching him on the screen. He is, there is he has no redeeming qualities whatsoever, and they turn him into the hero. Is amazing, and and a truly yeah a truly great piece of work, an absolutely fantastic piece of work. But the thing is, that movie only came about because um, uh, the the director of that movie was supposed to be making Halo, right? And it's only because Tina the studio Jackson. got cold feet. Yeah. But it's only because the studio got cold feet on Halo that he got the chance to make that film. But now so, that, would exactly you say that exactly proves my point.
0: Well, but Halo's not really a reboot of anything. That's taking um, an IP from a, a totally different um, entertainment video games and turning it into a movie. Usually, those are horrible. Um, exactly. I can't and, think and of any one video game movie that's come out that has been like, wow, that's been great. Um, yeah. it's just the, the two mediums just don't work well together. Unlike say comic books and movies, they work great together. If done, yeah,
1: if done, if right. done, right.
2: if done, if done, right. But the, my point is if, if the studios had stuck with the idea to make halo, then district nine would never have been made district nine, in my opinion, was far superior. to so anything you could have done with the halo property, I don't and know. The guy, have you ever played? The halo? T- the guy took his—he obviously took some of the influences from preparing to make a, a video game movie and put them into District Nine. The whole sequ- the whole end sequence of the of the movie was was dripping with video game culture, and yet at the same time, it was much better because it wasn't tied into a specific video game with a, you know, a backstory that was written on the back of a postage stamp because they needed to put something on the box. Mm. Have you ever played Halo? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Halo. So you and understand I know, then I that Halo
0: is—I mean, it's not really. Uh, the story's good. The characters are interesting. I, yeah. The cutscenes are good. There I is the history that. that you want to learn more about.
2: Yeah, as a, as as a, as a story and a universe, Halo is better than most of them. Yeah. But do you see the they're coming that... out with a cartoon? No, I oh, wasn't aware. No.
0: Yeah, and it's anime <laughs> style. I I have to say I'm actually kind of excited about it. I, I will say...
1: Who's making it, and who, what's it going to air on? Uh, I don't know. I think it's Cartoon Network, but I, beyond uh, that, I couldn't
0: tell you. That's not problem,
1: necessarily good. No, the
0: problem, it is, because the, the the person that is in charge of it, I guess, has got a... All the fanboys are like, hey, if anyone had to do it, this is the guy we'd pick. And so that's... That, yeah. I'm kind of surprised. But of all the video games that are out there, and there's a lot, and I play a lot of them, I've never heard a piece of music as iconic as the theme from Halo. Never. I mean, it's just brilliant. Do you think that would have made it to the movie though? Oh, absolutely, because that music was really what drove you know, the feelings that you had as a gamer playing that game.
2: But I well, bet you it, they would have they would have stuck it in the credits or something like that. The the suits would have gone, you know what, this doesn't really work in a movie. We need something with with uh uh, military sounding with uh, you know with drums and trumpets and, and then we need something with guitars in and and you know th- that's what happens with video game movies and you would have had an actor a big name star playing the master chief and they would have said you know what he needs to we take d- his helmet off so we yeah, can so see who, see the who guy's he is faces. Yeah. yeah and uh, and immediately the, the, even the vision of the video game gets starts getting corrupted this is the problem when these when these translated is everyone has their creative input but they, they, they're, they're putting their creative input against something that's already set yep. and they end up distorting it and it, and it becomes a, a compromised vic- mixed vision and, th- and the difficulty I have with all of these reboots, remakes and everything is that unless it's done well and it's rarely done well um, it ends up being a poor imitation of the source material and, and I find that really disappointing
1: Okay, second. Well, before, before we move on from this, what do you think? Um, you know, going to a different bungee property, what do you? How do you, you know? How would you? How would you cast, or how would you make a, a marathon movie?
0: Mar- marathon isn't the type of thing that would make a movie at all. And marathon is just a first-person shooter. There's really n- no storyline there.
1: Oh, there's lots of
0: storyline. No, there. you've, not, got, you've not got the, the way computer AIs that are going crazy. Yeah, but that's just all generic crap, just to put you in the situation, what you
1: so you can shoot everything. It's, well, it's totally I different. I think, I think that would be the, the, that, if made well, that could, that would do very well. I would suggest go play Halo. I have played Halo.
0: Okay, so you know that the storyline is really what drives the action, whereas in Marathon, the action is driving the storyline. Why you have to shoot these particular things, well, here's why. Whereas in Halo, here's the storyline, now fit Master Chief in it. I mean, because they, they, Bungie really took the time with the Halo series. And there's a new one that just came out that doesn't even have Master Chief in it. And I kind of want to get it, but I'm in right in the middle of a whole different video game series right now. <laughs> uh, and it's actually PS2 yeah. games. That I went back and decided, okay, you know what, I really liked... I'll tell you, it's Ratchet & Clank. I played the one that came out for the PS3 when I first got my PS3. Really enjoyed it. Forgot about it. Then they came out with a mini Ratchet & Clank that was downloadable only. It was only like 10 hours of play. Bought that for 20 bucks or whatever. Played all the way through that. Really liked it. And then uh, not too long ago, I kind of got sick of the GTA. And I just wanted to play something different. Something less serious, fun, blowing stuff up. And I was going to break out Ratchet and Clank again. and I thought, you know what? This is a series that's been around a while. It's always been good from what I read. So I went and bought them used on eBay. And I got Ratchet and Clank 1, 2, and 3. Now, they're not called 1, 2, and 3, but that's what they are. And I didn't pay for more than 4 bucks for any of those games. So I got the entire series now with one or two exceptions um for less than 20 bucks and i'm enjoying the crap out of it it's it's so fantastic
1: yeah. well, what was what was the name of the video game that had the the raccoon thief in it um hmm sly cooper no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah 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 and that would know, that would make a, a pretty decent animated movie and eh, i don't
0: know there's some things that just work well in video games that should never be made into a movie like grand theft auto because grand theft auto as a movie is just like any other movie like that crime movie it's it would right. be meaningless. The whole point of GTA is the immersion in in this world and the crazy stuff you can do. You can you can run people over. You can shoot a cop and get in the car and run and get all the cops after you. You can steal a tank and blow stuff up, or you can be a good guy and just drive around the city, listen to the built in radio stations. I mean, and that's not even including the the actual missions in the game, and it's exploring this huge urban environment. And something like San Andreas, which literally, your character, if you walk from one side of the map to the other, would take you like an hour. I mean, it's that big, and it's that detailed, and it is full of seemingly real type of people.
1: Yeah, you'd get beat up a couple times trying to do that walk. Probably, because if
0: if there's some rival gang areas you'd have to walk through, yeah. But uh, it's just, that's not a movie, Leave that property alone. It it shouldn't be... Oh, this is funny. The Washington Post was talking about Rockstar Games. Well, actually, they were talking about Take-Two Interactive. And they said... Uh, I forget what the gist of the article was, but they said... They own their own characters, and plus they own some IP. <laughs> really? But, but that's what they meant. But what they said was, for IP, Internet Protocol. And then watched it, but I was cracking up. I was like, wow. You, you know, who-
1: just don't have somebody really, really good editing your text section. <laughs> but
0: they called it, they, they own some uh, original characters in Internet Protocol. <laughs> internet Protocol? What the hell are they talking about, retards? I mean, okay, IP is intellectual property or internet protocol, depending on you know how it's being used. But wow, you can't confuse those in the Washington Post. You you just can't. That's not allowed. You can't look that
1: stupid. Uh oh, Well anyways. you must have missed the article where they uh they were talking about Macs and thought it meant memory access controllers. <laughs> it does actually. I know. Um joke, son. On the next My Mac
0: podcast, not the one that's coming out tonight when uh, GSC 16 is being released, but next week uh, I get to talk about something really cool and I'm going to talk about it a little bit now. I got a new brand new 15-inch MacBook Pro.
1: Oh, very nice. That's and
0: uh, I really, really like it. Jealous. It's, it's The trackpad is taking me a little time to get used to. Oh, the the single the single piece you know, trackpad? Yes, pad? yes. And I thought it was going to take me. I didn't think I was going to like that aspect of it because I'm used to having that button there. But for the first hour of using it, I forgot there wasn't a button there. Yeah,
1: yeah it, it doesn't take long. You know, I, I bought Tracy for her birth anniversary a, uh, uh, a new MacBook to replace the uh, the nine thirty three iBook she had been using, and it, it it really didn't take long to get used to it. Well, it wasn't even getting
0: used to it. I was used to it immediately because just my my muscle memory was hitting it right where the button should be. And it was doing yeah, exactly because, what it was
2: supposed because it, to, because it's hinged at the top, right? So the the trackpad moves down, where, you know, in the same way the button did. That's kind of what makes it work, which again shows about the attention to detail. Because I think most most manufacturers would have made the whole pad depress, which could have, would have ruined the experience. Absolutely. Um, what I didn't like about it is it's so smooth. There's not enough
0: tactile sensation moving across it. It's too smooth. I I wish it wasn't quite as smooth. I know that sounds weird, but I keep yeah. finding I'm jumping all over the screen too much.
2: You've got to be careful because it is multi-touch. If you end up brushing it with two fingers, it kind of goes a bit crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I found Somebody that as well. Somebody on Twitter was telling me that.
0: He said, well, also remember that the trackpad is so much larger than the one that you're using before that part yeah. of your palm might be hitting it. And I think that's exactly, exactly. what it was. Yeah. So, But still, it's just too smooth. I." One well, little the, the,
2: the, the way to deal with that is to put um, put one of these uh, plastic protectors on it because that will give it a, a rougher feel.
0: Nah, I'll just put a cigarette on it a few times. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Get all
2: right, your going back around. to
0: uh, what we talked about at the very beginning of the show, we all picked one series. Um, David, you picked The Simpsons.
2: Yeah.
0: You picked How I Met Your Mother Guy. Was that it? I'm sorry? Was it How I Picked Your Mother? Was that the one that you. Or How I. <laughs> how, oh, I, I your mother. Mother.
2: Yeah. how I Picked, I your, picked mother. your Mother. How I Picked Your Mother. There <laughs> she is. Poke, poke, poke. And then
0: I picked The Soprano. So now we're on our second pick. So you both picked a comedy, and I went way drama. Way drama. Yeah. So what's your next one, guy? Uh, Battlestar Galactica. The original or the new?
1: Oh, the new.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I can understand that. Um, I, I'm going to assume that you've seen that to the conclusion as well david
2: yeah i have yeah
0: yeah okay so if anybody hasn't seen battlestar galactica and you're still waiting to see it don't listen to the next two minutes of the show (laughs) starting now the the problem with that guy is number one i think it's a brilliant show and i watched it from beginning to end um in you know in a very short period of time is once you know how it ends and you know who the cylons are Going back and watching the earlier episodes, it loses a whole lot of impact.
1: Well, you could say that. You could say that about about any any type. I mean, you could say that about heroes. You could say that about Lost. You could say that about you know any of these shows that once they once they reach their natural conclusion and all the questions that were raised while the series was was going on are answered, it is a little bit harder to go back and watch them again. Mm. But if you compare, I think more so with
0: Battlestar though.
2: There's there the um the uncertainty about the motivations of the characters in Battlestar created a lot of tension.
0: Right, and now that tension's going to be completely gone yeah. on the second or third or fourth viewing.
1: Well, but you can also look at it this way. It gives you the chance to 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 revisit the clues that were left to say who, you know, who the scientists uh, were and who they were. The, yeah,
2: yeah, the problem is I get the impression uh, cuz a lot the, a lot of the seasons I kind of watched uh, half of them, because because the way it was staggered over here, I watched half the seasons uh, and then I watched the, the half again and then went on to the next set of episodes because of the way I was getting hold of them. Um, I don't think a lot of the clues were there. No, they weren't. I think, I think they were actually. The, the, the red writers. Weren't, they, I think a lot of the, write, the writing, they weren't sure. I think there was probably only one or two people in the writing staff who really had the whole idea in their head about where it was going to go and I think a lot of the writers didn't really know and so I, I think a lot of the clues that are there just aren't they I, I just don't think they left that many clues and I, I think there's an awful lot of things where they thought they were going to go a certain direction then they changed their mind yeah. and so things just got pushed to one side I mean if you watched all the webisodes and everything as well there was stuff in the webisodes you think oh they're definitely setting up for this and then it just kind of never got mentioned again it was like it never happened
0: yeah I and, think that that series was written by the seat of their pants. I don't think that they expected it to be half as popular as it became. A critical success. And I, like I said, I think they were writing by the seat of their pants. I'm not saying it was bad writing because it's a brilliant show. But I just don't think it was this, like, like you said, guy, when it finally reached its natural conclusion. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they had planned out what that natural conclusion was going to be. I really don't. I mean, I, I like I'm the not- concept that. When they got to Earth, Earth was devastated, it was gone, so they went to another planet, started over, and them starting over is what led to us. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. But, I don't know. I don't think that the the, the writers had that planned out.
2: No, and, and I also think, actually, the resolution of the silent war uh, that led to that point was, 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 was re- yeah, really quite poor. I think, you know, they, they had to... They had to get rid of an implacable, unstoppable enemy that that is a machine. And and we all know the machines never stop. They always come back, you know, and they just kind of whipped it out. I agree. I, 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 it
0: seemed to lose steam in the last season where they were trying to wrap up a lot of stuff. And they were like, what do you think about this? And somebody said, I, I let's do it. And boom. And that's what's in it. And I enjoyed it. Again, I don't want to, I don't want to say that that's a bad choice, guy. Obviously, this, these are personal picks, but it is what you're saying. I can tell. But I just I I really liked the first couple seasons, and then it kind of started going downhill again. I mean, once all the Cylons were revealed, it was just like, eh, eh, and then and then they really didn't give us the, the a, a good resolution at the end. What was Starbuck? I mean, yeah. was she a Cylon? Wasn't she a Cylon? Was she an angel? I mean, it it they never really laid it out and I'd, i'm not saying in a television show you have to clunk me over the head with the answer so i oh this is what happened to him you know Come on. I, i'm i'm fairly intelligent i can read between the lines as well as anybody else
2: but yeah but you have to have the lines to read between exactly them with, and with this Starbucks. Very, they just didn't give those no and and they they never really finished her story she in fact, she became merely a tool to yes. get them to the end point yep. which is it's lazy writing absolutely because she was a brilliant character up until the last year, yeah. and after the last year,
0: I just didn't care anymore I really didn't i thought the the one who did the best of the entire series was the lady who played the president
2: yeah um, oh, yes. she, was she was
0: consistent, great. she was believable, and when she died it was very fitting and yeah. you know i really f i I didn't like her character all the time, but you weren't meant to. Um, Adama was an ass, yeah. but he always did what he thought was best. Um, I, it, it was just a really good series. Now, I'm looking forward to Caprica, and I've got the first yeah. mini movie or whatever, and I haven't watched it yet, but and I'm not really in a big hurry to because it's, it's going to have the same prequel syndrome that the Star Wars series had. Yeah, you no, already know what happens. Wh- where where it goes, right? And it's like, yeah. well, why are we going to do this
2: again? We already know well, eventually what happens. Yeah, I, I've I've watched it. Um, it's pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. It has some fantastic casting in it. Um, Eric Stoltz is is really good in it.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to watching. it. Like I said, yeah. it's just I know what ha- eventually happens.
2: I think I think the problem with. Um, I, I don't want to say too much as you've not seen it yet but I think one of the problems with it and, and this is something they're going to have to be really careful with with the series is they do need to have a structure um, laid out for, for where they want to get to by which season because the idea of the series is that it's going to show you how where the Cylons came from uh, and what leads into the first Cylon War and um, they need to know when they're going to hit the, pun- the punch points for that, at which season, and they can't be doing this thing that's, that some of these some of these writers do, where where they're saying, "Well, oh, we're not sure whether they're going to get renewed, so we're going to pack a whole lot of stuff in," and then find they did they do get renewed, and then they've kind of you, you know they've rushed over their major plot. Yep. Um, it, this, there was a, a really bad mistake that that ended up affecting Babylon Five because it was meant to be a five year arc. And uh, the halfway through season four, uh, Straziski thought it wasn't going to get renewed, so he basically finished the entire five-year arc in, at the end of year four, and then they gave him an extra season. He had nothing to do, and season five was a completely different show. And then Excalibur. Yeah, well, let's not even go there.
0: <laughs>
2: let's not. <laughs> I, do I agree
0: that. with you that it's 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 going to be one of those series that I think I'm going to hold out and wait. And eventually watch it. I'll probably watch this one episode. Watch of the, watch the, the yeah.
2: pilot. Yeah, the pilot episode is pretty good, and, and, it, and it I'll see where the... it goes from there. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, David, your second
2: pick. Uh, my second pick. I think that it would be. Uh, I don't know whether this is a this is too generic a choice or not, but but uh, what the hell, I'm going to go for it because this is something I have been watching on and off over the last couple of years to try and catch up on, which is um, Stargate SG-1, mm. which um, I never watched. I mean, obviously, the thing's been around forever, um, and uh, I really enjoyed the movie, uh, even though it had some you know, fairly uh, tough choices in it in terms of the way they, they kind of ran the, ran the thing together. I thought as a concept it was really good, but I, I just never watched the TV series, and it, was, it ran for 10 years. Uh, and there's been a, spin, a couple of spin-off series and uh, a cartoon, that sort of thing as well. And um, about 18 months ago, I thought, you know what, uh, I'm going to start watching that. And uh, so I've, I started it right from the beginning. And I'm probably, I'm not, not to about the beginning of season four at the moment. Um, and so, yeah, I would love the opportunity to actually sit down and watch the whole Ten season arc back to uh, back—that would be really good because I, I, I just I really dig the concept. I think it's I think it's it's clever to, you know, kind of construct something where you can go out and fight the enemies, but you're doing it directly from home. You're not going through the spaceship route. I think that's um, that's a really nice concept, and the way they deal with the fact that literally these all-powerful aliens potentially could just come pouring right to the middle of their base at any time and i i just i just like the concept and the way it's structured
0: yeah i think it's a fine choice um i've watched a couple episodes and it seemed kind of interesting to me but it's one of those that i keep thinking ah eventually i'll I'll end up watching it but just not in that big of a hurry to get to it i don't know if that makes sense it's
2: I know. No, I'll enjoy no I, th- that. I think the problem is if you if you know you've got such a volume of material to get to, it it is kind of you know daunting, and there's always something else to watch before you because you, you don't really want to commit to, you know. So once once you get into it, knowing that you have to have you know you're going to have to work through all that material,
1: especially with like you know 22 to 26 episodes per season.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one late night. Yeah, I mean, and there's what 10 seasons. Ten yeah. seasons, and then if you if you if you want to watch the uh, spin off as well, so that's another four what or five seasons atlantis? atlantis that's five seasons you and know what, then let's just go ahead say the spin
0: let's go ahead and say the spinoffs and the sister shows are part of those series too
2: okay well, I'm definitely happy with Stargate then because I've got five seasons of atlantis. I have watched atlantis um, that means and, though and,
0: uh, in, in the Simpsons you also get Futurama. Uh,
1: Pretty good. You no, know, Dad, so you're that's... never you're never going to get off that goddamn island. Oh, awesome. you know?
2: They're going to come to rescue me. I'm going to go. Go away. Come. Back. You, you, <laughs> know, you know the ultimate. You know the ultimate
0: series to pick if that's the rule, though. Happy Days. <laughs> oh, did you get Mark and Mindy? You get Laverne and Shirley. You get. Uh, Chachi loves whatever her name is. Joni loves Chachi. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know, I'm not sure whether
2: I'm that's a, that's a good sure. choice. And they, and
0: they may just throw in the Karate Kid with it, just for the heck of it, you know?
1: And you're assuming that you want to come off of this island with your sanity intact? I'm not saying that would be a a, a pick for
0: entertainment value, just for pure content, how much you would okay. get. Oh, and uh those are horrible series except from Work and Mindy. I could still watch an episode. Except of Mork for the and last Mindy. season. I, I don't even remember the last. I just remember Robin Williams was so brilliant in the series. Um,
1: that was that was when they brought um uh what's his name? Very famous comedian Jonathan Winters in. Yes. Um
0: I think my last pick am I'm I've been debating
1: this as you guys
0: I would say Rescue Me because I enjoy it so much. It's the only thing that I've ever watched that I actually like more than The Sopranos. Um only because I like the character of Tommy Gavin a lot more than I like um Tony Soprano.
1: No, you're kind of short on the yucks there though.
0: Yeah, no. Well, you've never watched Rescue Me obviously. No. Um there's a lot of humorous moments in it. I mean, it the Rescue Me goes from Extremely funny will crack you up to, oh my God. Um, it's a brilliant series. But, I would probably say only because of the the, the other content that's going to go with this would be Batman the Animated Series. Because then I get the Batman and I get the Justice League stuff too.
1: Right. Well, And you also get Batman and Robin.
0: Yes. Well, Batman and Robin was the sixth season of um, the, the Batman, Batman. Yeah. well, the Batman and it, it combined with, uh, the adventures of Superman, which I also get too because that was part of the same universe. So I would probably, man, I don't know. I'd probably go with rescue me, honestly, but I would really have a hard time making that choice, uh, because I really enjoy, you know, the funny thing is for the most part, other than the, the new Batman movies, DC, and by extension Warner Brothers, has never go- done a good job with their superhero movies. They just never have. And yet, Marvel has done a great job in the last decade. Now, you, <clears throat> you flip that around to the cartoons. DC cartoons, and I'm not going back to the Superfriend days, please. But starting at <laughs> Batman the Animated series, not only are the cartoons good, but the movies... That's come out recently have been fantastic as well. Yeah, I just saw that new one, the Public Enemies. Yeah, what'd you think?
1: Um, I thought the ending was weak, but that overall, that it was very, very well done. I liked it a lot. You know what I liked better? Green Lantern.
0: Well, I haven't yeah, I've not seen watched that. that yet, but um, I'm
2: looking forward to seeing that. It's really
0: well done. I but really that's Hell Jordan. It. And yes, all that. it is Hell Jordan, and uh, it's the origin series and. I, I, it's, I've i never been a huge GL fan, but I have to say they did a really good job of it. And I, I was pleasantly surprised. Now, I thought I was going to like Batman, Superman, Public Enemies better. Um, The problem with that is that they based it off the comic book. And it just didn't translate well. Some of it came out really hokey. The very end yes. was extremely hokey. Yes. And... I was a little disappointed. I enjoyed it, don't get me wrong.
1: But eh. And it was good they got all the original voice actors back oh, too. Oh yeah,
0: Tim Daly as Superman. He is Superman's
1: yep. voice. I don't care what, what he says. Yeah, it, Kevin
0: Conroy. Well, that goes without saying. That's he's the only Batman voice. I mean, because you can actually understand him when he's ticked off instead of <laughs> There's
1: a yeah.
0: there's a thing up on youtube yeah i've seen that in. i think you i can't in, i
1: can't understand you what do you say? what do you say now stop hitting me just just enunciate enunciate
0: <laughs> have you seen yeah. it david yeah uh, it's, it's really i kind of want to see it right yeah. now that well you, you have
1: to tell people what it is now i don't know what it is i don't know well it, it okay it, it's it's essentially the uh the scene where in in uh in the Dark night where Batman is interrogating oh, the Joker, God, you don't
0: have to tell him that. Anybody listen to a show called Geeky Show ever knows exactly where that came from.
1: Well, no, I'm just just setting the premise for this for this clip that this guy made up. So, and, and this he? guy, Where's the guy, the guy, is, the guy is playing both parts. He's playing both Batman and the Joker, and the Batman talking to the Joker. You can't understand. You can barely understand anything he's saying. And the Joker character is like, "What? What? I, I, I'd love to tell you whatever it is." that you want to know, but I don't understand the question, and it's just so well done. Um, <laughs> hold on a minute, guys.
0: I'm going to actually play it right here. What do you want to kill me? He kind of looks at him like, what? Uh,
2: you, you, you mind uh, you hey, the that guy one more time?
0: Yeah, don't say anything, guys.
2: What do you want to kill me? What Um... Why do you want to kill me? I said, Why do you want to kill me?
0: Joker keeps looking at him like,
1: "What?" Um, <laughs> okay.
0: Um, I'm not getting this. <laughs> uh,
2: I I uh, I don't know if it's just me, but I uh, I can't understand what you're saying.
0: That's hilarious. Um, if you want to see it for yourself, go to uh, YouTube. And it's called The Dark Knight Dash Joker Interrogation Scene Spoof. And uh, this is brilliant. I, I don't know this guy who did it, but it, it's so funny. It's You know how many views this one has got? Oh, uh, it's probably in the millions. Ten million. Ten million. Wow. I, that's got to be one of the highest viewed ones on YouTube at this point, I would imagine. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so good Lord. 10 million. Whew. Okay, guys, we're coming up on our hour. So I think we need to wrap it up. Um, Alrighty then. I enjoyed this week. It was fun talking about stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, if you guys are listening to this, we hope that you're listening to our other show as well. It's called the dot com podcast. We've got an episode coming out same time. This episode comes out and we're talking to Paul Kent He's the uh, head guy over at Macworld Expo, and we've got a listener invite, and uh, we... No, that was last week, wasn't it? The uh, giveaway. Yeah, that was last week.
1: Yeah. Um, um, you know, we have the listener invite. We have Paul can from IDG. Um, I think that was just, it, but just, it was a good show. Yeah, just all kinds of good stuff. All and, kinds and of we, good stuff. There's, there's actually a girl. We're talking to a girl. A girl from yeah. Scotland. A girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. Oh, a
0: girl. oh, oh. my goodness. No, it's a, it's a fantastic episode. I really enjoyed yep. when we recorded it. I still have to uh, get that posted after we get done with this show. Yep. She was so nice. Uh, we do invite you to go up to MyMag.com. You can find that podcast there. Right now, up on my Twitter feed, I'm doing a contest. I'm giving away FireWire hard drives. I'm giving a total of four of them away. It was going to be it's more. About
1: 320 gigs each, right? Yeah.
0: It was. A, it was Initially, it was going to be more than that. I was going to give six of them away every two weeks. But then I looked at the dates and I went, I mean, you know what? I don't want to kill my Twitter feed for the next three months doing this. So I'm limiting it to one month. We've already given one away. So we've got three more. Simply go to twitter.com slash my Mac and you will find all the details that you can stand and stomach and enter the contest. <laughs> and I made it pretty clear though, that if you enter the contest, that's great, but only follow me on Twitter. If you actually want to see my posts and what I'm writing about and, uh, I, I don't think a lot of people have got that yet, because I'm getting a lot of new followers, but it's all people who just enter contests left, right, and center. That's all they do. Yeah. And honestly, I don't care if those people are following me or not. I really don't. It's either... Anyways, I'll get off that tangent and say, uh, what's your Twitter accounts, guys?
2: I'm David B. Cohen. Mac Parrot. Cool. All
0: right, guys, we're out of here till uh, two weeks from now.
2: Yep. Yep. Talking about the Godfather. Hey, that's right. Godfather. <laughs> yeah, I have to, is I'll have the to next watch next that
0: one. again. I will too, just so I can <laughs> be up but on David. Yeah. Oh darn! I have to watch the Godfather again.
1: Oh man. Oh, All that's right. A hard life. Well, if that's my homework, okay. Okay, Dad,
0: I'll do it. <laughs> Bye.